Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Canadian police near Toronto say the incident on Highway 400 around 8 p.m. Wednesday left more questions and answers. But they were able to stop it in its tracks, literally, before things got out of hand. Ontario Provincial Police say they're now searching for the owner of the animal spotted running loose on the highway, an animal they were able to corral before it was struck by a vehicle. Afterwards, the OPP issued a social media post asking for someone with a horse trailer to come and assist them in moving the animal to a shelter, and also for anyone who might be missing a llama, which of course brings together the ingredients for the perfect headline, Llama Drama Comes to an End with No Trauma, Yo Mama. <laughs> that was not on there. No, no. No, you added that no, last There was bit. no mention of Yo Mama. No, Yo Mama was not in that headline. I knew that, Cliff. <laughs> well, Cliff, I read this morning Yeah. that uh, people who mostly eat a southern diet have about okay. a 40% chance of increased strokes. <laughs> strokes. <laughs> and it makes a lot of sense because, yeah. you know, if you sit around all day eating like deep fried Twinkies and Oreos, what do you yeah. expect is going to happen to you? So, so a southern diet is deep fried Twinkies and Oreos. Well, it would be to me. How about you? Uh, I'm going to go with like uh, gravy, <laughs> mashed potatoes, biscuits, cornbread, that kind of thing. I hadn't thought about that gravy on a deep fried Twinkie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you ever reach a point, Cliff, where you know you shouldn't do it and you shouldn't say it, yep. but that little voice in your head says, oh, <laughs> come on, let's do it. Yeah. Yep. That's where I'm sitting right now, Claire. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> now, I know you used to live in Houston. I did. And you used to tell us how horrible it was in the summertime in Houston. It was like living in an armpit, yes. <laughs> Weather-wise, yeah. That's, yes. You said, yeah. like, early in the morning it would be like 80-something degrees. Yeah. The overnight low frequently was like 82. <laughs> Well, having he, said all that, Cliff, humidity was like I don't know, 167 percent. It was just, it was hideous. It was just hideous. Well, I'm going to go there, Cliff. Okay. So I'm asking for your forgiveness before we start here. Okay. FedEx. Yeah. Is testing self-driving delivery vehicles in Houston, Texas, as we speak, Cliff. They're out on the road going around. Okay. And I kind of wish that I lived there right now in <laughs> okay. Houston because to see one of these vehicles crash, and it will happen. Well, yeah. And I get to call 911. Yeah. And I get to say, you know, it's coming, Cliff. What? <laughs> Houston, we have a problem. I'm telling you, I just really? want to do that so bad right now. Really? I'm telling you, Cliff. <laughs> really? <laughs> I said I apologize before I even started on that. You know what the irony of that is? What is that? The space center that the astronauts were talking to is not located in, in Houston. Houston. Okay. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> there are many ways to deal with this problem, and while none of them are pleasant... Some are more unpleasant than others. And since this story was authored by 
the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast. You can guess which way the needle will bend. Residents of Perth, Scotland, after having after being able to take the last month off from their vigil, will now have to go back to watching out for what's falling from the sky. Because apparently it was falling frequently until John Cameron was sentenced to jail for 32 days after being told over and over and over to not do that anymore. And what he was doing was throwing things out the window of his fourth floor apartment. Littering, some might say. Others might have a different name considering the vast majority of what he was throwing away was used toilet paper. Not sure how long the reign of poop terror had gone on just that it culminated with an undercover surveillance operation by police where officers saw three white items fly out of his apartment window and onto the street below. Closer inspection revealed the odor of human feces. Cameron later told police he wasn't flushing because he feared his toilet would clog and overflow. Uh, it's called a plunger, dude. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Weed police in New Plymouth, New Zealand are on the lookout for this animal, which apparently broke free from a suburban garden. The male sheep, or ram, called Dougie, got loose from its owner, but at first, well, it was taken into custody and placed with a local animal shelter so he could be returned home, but after the first night in the shelter, he made another break for it and was back on the loose. Apparently, head-butting pedestrians and trying to break into homes. One woman told the local paper that Dougie broke into her home and sat on the couch for a while before getting up and walking out. Thus the incident gathers the ingredients for the perfect headline. Ram on the lamb after a ding-dong with walkers. <laughs> ram a lamb a ding-dong. <laughs> Sounds like a rock group, doesn't it, Cliff? <laughs> it does. It does kind of sound that way. And wouldn't that not be yeah. odd? You come into your house and there's a ram sitting on your and couch. And there's a goat sitting yeah. on the couch. What conversation do you have there? Who do you call, Cliff? <laughs> something like goat that. Goat busters. Oh. oh, I wish I hadn't even said that. Oh. In response to a text message I got while well, that uh, yeah. silliness was going on, that's a great song, and it's a classic song, and I know we've never done one by the Beatles, but it's not long enough to actually be on, because it's like two and a half minutes long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can't answer that many calls in two and No, know. because, but it's a great song. Yeah. Lengthwise, Twist and Shout really can't be played on this, Cliff. No. Plus, it also explains what I do during a prostate exam. So we're not going to play that. <laughs> hey, Weed and Cliff. It is Austin. I've been listening to your guys' podcast a lot, and I love your guys' podcast. Because any day that I that I didn't get up early enough to listen to your guys' show, which is a lot of days, I can just listen <laughs> to it later in the day. Podcast? Is it any good, Cliff? <laughs> what do you mean, is it any good? Is the podcast any good? Is it worth sleeping in like Austin seems to be doing and missing the entire morning? You've never heard the podcast? I've heard of it. Oh, okay. It's still going on? Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> How could you not know we have a podcast? I don't pay a lot of attention here, Cliff. Have you not noticed? <laughs> but Austin knows about I mean, it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's no wonder we have so few listeners because... We don't talk about it enough that one of the people involved doesn't even know it still exists. Well, 
it was shocking to me when I got the call. I'm like, wow. You know, in the art of promotion, we can't even do a paint by number. No, we can't. No, no. I'm outside the lines, I guess, okay. on this one. No. So the Weed and Cliff podcast, the official Weed and don't accept substitutes. The official Weed and Cliff podcast is available at weedandcliff.com. You can also check our Facebook page because I post a link to the podcast every day once it's published in the afternoon. And if you have uh, Spotify, if you have Apple Podcasts, or any one of a number of uh, podcast outlets installed on your phone, you can sign up for it, and it will be delivered to your phone automatically every day. So you really you know, don't have to get up and listen. No, you, you don't have to get up. <laughs> you can listen to it later. Can I listen to it later, too? No. No, you can't. <laughs> no. Because you have to participate in it. Oh, yeah. There's always that part. Okay. <laughs> this Take It to the Bank, Cliff, was inspired through a drive through Fort Branch yesterday afternoon. <laughs> okay. I saw a couple of kids playing yeah. Frisbee. I haven't seen that in a long, long time. People okay. throwing the Frisbees back and forth. And that got me to thinking... Where in the world did they come up with the name Frisbee? Now, okay. Whammo started selling the Frisbee back in 1957. But the very first Frisbees were actually pie tins that college students like to throw around on campus to pass some time. And that's where the name came from. They got the tins from the Frisbee Pie Company in Bridgeport, Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we call them Frisbees to this day. And mm. all of that you can take to the bank, plus the fact that I'm an idiot, and we didn't let Crystal play the entire yep. game out for the Bill Engel yep. tickets. I'm, I'm glad you self-disclosed so I don't have to call you out. Yes, I messed up there. It was the best two out of three. <laughs> and you only let her have two. Two. So, so she's got another question coming. She's got another question, or we'll even see if she wants to play a brand-new game and start from scratch, but that wouldn't be smart. <laughs> well, I'll see if I can get a hold of Crystal, Cliff. Okay. My apologies okay, there. Hello. Is this I'm Crystal? Hi. All right. Well, Crystal, first Hi. of all, my apologies to you for uh, not knowing how to play the game myself. It's okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm glad you are able to come back and play. You are one for one, so you have to get this final one correct to win okay. the tickets, okay? Okay. I'm rooting for you because this is going to be embarrassing if we don't make it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, it you, will be. Yes, it will. All right. Here we go, Crystal. For all the money, each year, 1,500 kids get sick by eating cigarette butts. Now, am I high or am I low? I'm going to say hi. Boy, I wished you'd said low because it was low. <laughs> I am so sorry, Crystal. Cliff, we ought to just give her the tickets anyway, don't you think? Yeah, Aww. I think. Because, We're just going to you know, give you the tickets. We messed you up. Because you messed up. I messed okay. up. I got well, you all you. flustered. You're quite welcome. <laughs> the actual number, though, Crystal, is 8,000 kids get sick every year oh, eating wow. cigarettes. Yeah. So uh, there you go. You have a great time at the show, well, okay? thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome, and thanks for being such a good sport about it, okay? <laughs> thanks, guys. Have All a good right. weekend. You too. Cliff, was there anything said today? Morning Roadshow Phrases of a Day start with number three. Gravy on a deep-fried Twinkie. <laughs> That's still not Southern cuisine, okay? Just no, but it sounds good. Yeah, it might, yeah. Number two. Closer inspection revealed... 
the odor of human feces. Always, always going to be number two. Always. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, it explains what I do during a prostate exam. <laughs> well, <laughs> is that not true? Well, you would know. You've never been in there without doing anything. What is it you do during a prostate exam again? Twist and shout. That's what I do, Cliff. Twist and shout. Twist and That's shout. Right. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.